Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Harry Styles, Alien Covenant, The Keepers, Katy Perry, and a couple of new music releases. And casting John Bonet. Oh, and casting John Bonet, which I keep forgetting. I'm sorry. Are you mad? No. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. Now I'm mad. We just watched the Billboard Awards. Uh, let's say that lightly. I saw the last 15 minutes. You saw all that mattered. What I will tell <laughs> you true. from that is the old people are good. The new people are I'm, terrible. I don't like to say the word, but they sucked. But Lord. Lord was the best, probably the best she's ever done. And that girl's, I got issues, you got them too. Julia yeah. Michaels wrote, she's yeah. pretty good. But I mean, mm-mm. How can you top Celine Dion? Miley sounded terrible. I'll have to watch. It was all terrible. The Chainsmokers, that's one of the worst things I've ever heard. Halsey. Halsey was absolutely terrible. Drake. Drake. Nicki Minaj was just okay. Did Katy Perry perform? No, she's because she was just in New York. We'll talk about her in a minute. Um, I mean, the Billboard Awards, I'm always like, why do these exist? It's it's not fan votes? No, it's based on like the charts. It's all chart-based. Dang. Um, so first we're going to talk about Harry Styles. So his CD, also called Harry Styles, came out last week. And this week, on Friday, we spent our entire day getting tickets for a secret show that he had in L.A. at the Troubadour. You had never... Oh, you had gone there for Ralph's show. Went there for Ralph's show, and then my friend from middle school's cousin's band performed there. What when was I was the band? Like seven, I don't remember. They were big, though. They used to play on the radio. When you were seven? No, in seventh grade. Oh. <laughs> um, so we went, and it was 87 people got tickets. And, and we, then the rest was guest list. And we were 70s. We were like, 65 yeah. to 70. So mm-hmm. only 17 people after us got tickets. First of all, did you like his CD? You would listen to some of it. No. Not at all? I li- No. I liked the last song and Sign of the Times. Yeah. And Sweet Creature. Yeah. But experiencing it live was a whole nother story. Yeah, it definitely is a CD that lends itself to being performed live. Absolutely. And also, when you're in a live room with someone like that, you a lot of their crazy notes that sound odd when they're compressed into a TV camera right. don't sound as crazy. True. So the high notes he was screaming sounded really good in the moment. Also, if people don't know, Troubadour is like the size of my bed. It's tiny. I mean, we were literally five feet from him. That was bizarre. And then CV Next came out. Yeah. My ears were ringing from how loud people were screaming. That was crazy that she came out like that. You know, because like, the thing is, when people bring guests out, it's usually like somebody that's all over the place always. Yeah. Like Nicki, not Nicki Minaj, but like, you know what I mean? Like he would have brought out like Ed Sheeran or somebody yeah. who's like really in the moment. So for him to bring out Stevie Nicks, who apparently is like one of his favorites, I did not realize that. Maybe. But he's like talked about it a thousand times. But yeah, that was wild. And to hear her sing Landslide like in the room, I was like, what is this life that we are living? Chris today, my friend from work, was saying, she said she's so jealous that we have so much fun. Uh, I said, but we're poor. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have do a lot for how poor we are, though. That's true. We live that champagne lifestyle on a water budget. Amen. Um... But it was absolutely insane. I don't know that I've ever seen anybody quite that big in such a small space. No. 
And we never will. I saw Kelly Clarkson in that same space, but she's not as big as Harry Styles. No. He is like a weird like icon of our of generation. Course. I mean, One Direction was like the Beatles. Exactly. So, yeah. It was amazing. Amazing. And like I said, we that's the whole fun of living in a city like this. Is to do those sort of like once in a lifetime experiences. Exactly. The best part about it was all the people that were crying. Oh, when they didn't get tickets. That is something I'll never forget. Cutting and pushing and fighting. Yeah. Moms fighting with 16-year-old girls trying to cut in line. I was was telling my mom that. She was like, oh my word. (laughs) Um, Next we're going to talk about Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant is the newest installation, installment of... The Alien franchise. Is it five or six? I think it's six. Because there's four aliens, Prometheus mm, yeah. and this. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's a direct sequel to Prometheus, basically. Exactly. What did you feel? I loved it. I loved it in the moment, but I loved it more after the fact. Because again, that's the type of movie I go into just trying to have fun. I want to be freaked out. I want my jaw to be open. I want to get grossed out. Yeah. I don't care. Like, I didn't see... I saw Prometheus love that. Yeah. But I don't remember ever, like, watching any of the other Alien movies from beginning to end. I know, like, what happens. Yeah. But I loved this. And there's a ghost in our room. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> um, I really... I enjoyed it. I didn't... I really loved Prometheus. Yeah. So my expectations for this, I think, were a little high. Yeah. This was more just like a good horror movie or like sci-fi scary movie. Exactly. It what it was missing the like deeper level I think that Prometheus had. That's true. But Michael Fassbender is so good. He's scary good. He is scary. The scenes with himself where he was like sort of two people that I was like okay when he <laughs> teach himself how to play the recorder. I was like, who thought of this mess? Ridley Scott. But it was scary. Oh, definitely. And intense, and also very like. Just, I'm not gory, but like violent. All of a sudden, like people's bodies were just in half. Yeah, it was like <laughs> that was bizarre. That was very bizarre. Yeah, but that girl, Catherine Watterson, is one of the best actresses alive. She is very good. What is she in again? Oh, she was in Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, uh, Fantastic Beasts. I thought she was good in that too. My friend is working, doing, built, making hats or making costumes for Steve Jobs the Opera. I'm killing myself tonight. <laughs> I just saw that was the craziest thing I've ever. Where heard. in New York City? No, at Santa Fe Opera House. Oh, that's a big. That's a big. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I guess if you say it. <laughs> but I just thought, what would that be like? I just uninteresting. Um, next, we're going to talk about the keepers. So there's this new docuseries on Netflix called The Keepers. It's about this nun that was killed in the '60s. I'm going to cough in a second. <laughs> uh, so it's none that was killed in the 60s and and basically it was never solved and these two girls that were students in her school in the 60s are now trying to solve it two women i should say it takes place in america it takes place in america which state oh i don't know and that's always i'm not good with location massachusetts it's something like that. They all have a, maybe like Idaho or somewhere. They all have a crazy accent. All the people in the documentary. But it, what I think is so fat. First of all, if you haven't watched it, watch it. If you liked making a murderer, or if you like any sort of crime thing, this is it. It's good mm-hmm. and it's very well made and like very thorough. 
Um, I've only watched two episodes, so I should maybe shouldn't be touting it so highly, but I'll watch an episode tomorrow. Yeah, you'll love you will love it. Okay. Like I think. Um, but what I think is so interesting about it is they're not detectives, they're not cops. Right. They are two grown women who have made this like their obsession, like figuring out what happened to this woman that worked at their school. I love that. Like they are they've made a Facebook page mm-hmm. and have been like collecting information. Do they talk about how this story, their version of how they're trying to figure it out got traction or have you like looked it up at they, all? Uh, no, I haven't looked cuz I just started it today. I've only and I've watched the first two and the second one my jaw was literally like on the I was I was going to I was supposed to call my mom on my break. I had to call her later cuz I was like I have to finish this. Better than making a murderer? Well, no. Making a murderer like I literally did not move from my bed for like three hours. But you don't know that that's not going to be the case. Exactly, for this, this could so. be the case. For, this is very good. I mean, I've watched two in a day, and I worked a nine-hour shift. So, but like it, what well, is very good? Like I said, I just love that it's real people like trying to figure it out. It's because that is so, it, especially with all this stuff that we watch now, all these true crime things, and like that is the dream to be able to like interview people and like collect clues Mm -hmm. and like play detective in that way but also it's so sad i mean the story is just absolutely so sad (laughs) also she was a very pretty nun are nuns ugly no but just like she no (laughs) but she's beautiful i love the time we're in because it's amplifying like that cheesy terrible like fox 11 like america's most wanted yeah reenactment stuff and yeah. making it like this actually happens in real life. Yeah. And let's get to the bottom of it. Exactly. And it's made very well. And they use the reenactment in a good way in this. It's not like it's good. It's good. You're going to really like it, I think. You like all the true crime stuff? Oh, yeah. First of all, you know I love Forensic Files. That's what I'm saying. So it's like Forensic Files on But like well made. With a budget. Exactly. It is so good. I mean, Netflix, they really do have a lot of shows, but most of them are very good. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I know they have, like, maybe 15 too many shows coming out. But, like, I was telling you the other day, Mm -hmm. what do you call it also came out this week, Kimmy Schmidt, which, like, I don't think, I mean, I only watched the first one. Right. That came out, I want to, this came out, I want to watch that Anna Green Gable show that just came out, like, two weeks ago. Orange is the New Black comes out in like three. It's just like, um, it's, it's like oversaturated. Because I didn't, I'm like, I'm, when do I have time to watch any of this stuff? We also have to watch Mommy Dead and Dearest. Oh, I know. Alana was telling me today. She watched it? No, but she was trying to get me to watch it. I wanted to wait for you. Sorry. <laughs> that seems messed up. Yeah, we're going to have to watch it. Disabled that. girl, not actually disabled, murders her mom. I like that. People, human nature is terrifying. Oh my gosh, you love language. That was your quote of the decade. I love language. Um, Okay, next we're going to talk about Katy Perry. Okay, (coughs) Katy Perry has had three songs come out and her CD still isn't coming out. Three songs basically in like three weeks. Basically, so she had changed the rhythm, which did not hit. It hit, but like not compared to, what was the song she had for the Olympics? Rise. That was like a decent sized hit for her. Change the Rhythm was like less than that. Mm. Then she, so when that started to fail, she put out Bon Appetit, which did even less, basically collapsed. And then two weeks later came out with Swish Swish with Nicki Minaj, which is a diss song to Taylor Swift. 
Katy Perry's career is in such an odd moment because she used to be like the jam. And honestly, I liked all the songs. Chain to the Rhythm is an okay song. It's not a song I'm ever going to remember. It's not even like the best song of the month. But it's a perfectly fine poppy Pop song. song. Bon Appetit, though, I think is a good song. Like, I'm into that. Swish Swish is good. And I, Patrick and Alana made a face for me talking about how bad it was. I think it's a bop. Yeah, I was listening good. to it in the Uber twice, T- TBH. <laughs> and speaking of which, Ralph didn't know what bop was. Like what a bop is? Yeah. I like that. Somebody else told me the other day they didn't know what that was. A bop is like a jam, but it's not quite a jam. A jam is like uh, Mo Bounce by Iggy Azalea. But what's a bop? A bop is like, I really like it, but it's not something I'm going to listen to 24 hours a day. And then a hit is like Break Free. By a Ryan hit is like Break Free. That is a bop, a jam, and a hit. Break Free is a good song. It's like the Chainsmokers. They suck tonight, and they that guy really was terrible. But I thought, this is a pretty good song. I just don't get it. Katy Perry has access to anybody in the entire world. Yeah. And, if that, and I just don't get how they haven't figured out how to manage her better. It also, when people scramble, yeah. you feel it, oh, and then yeah. it's awkward. Oh, yeah. And on Saturday Night Live, it was awkward. Oh, yeah, it should be. Uh, it made me and honestly it made me not like that song a little bit i didn't mind that she had drag queens or whatever but it was just like what was she doing right it was so uncomfortable it's out of character it is and she also has never figured out how to lip sync or how to dub her voice over you know how they do now it's like they don't lip sync people just sing over themselves well she sounds so different than the recording it's like don't just sing live i would rather her be off key then hear her be off key on top of her singing well. Exactly, I agree. It like just doesn't. It's Selena Gomez does that. And I'm just not into that. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, finally, we're gonna talk about some new music releases. Two people also had, casting John Bonet and casting. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry, Adrian. Okay, so two people had the first singles off their new albums. Miley Cyrus with Malibu. What mm-hmm. did you think? I thought I thought it's good. I think it's pretty good. I loved it. I think that like it's such a different direction for her, and there's something so gimmicky about her that I've never been that into. Mm-hmm. But I do like the fact that it's just like a very calm, relaxed song, and it's good. Yeah, I, I just don't really want to hear her say the word country anymore. I don't want to hear her say how she's like done with her like previous song. Oh yeah, that made me honestly that made me a little disappointed in her. And I have no standard for her, so like she's I don't really care. But like when she was saying that she shouldn't have done the wrecking ball because she'll never live that down, I thought this is not you. Right. You like own being crazy and putting your tongue out and yeah. all that mess. So like talking about how you regret not regret, but like you're like this isn't really what I want to be known for. It's like yes, you do. You are shock and all. Even Hannah Montana, to an extent, was that. You watched her documentary on MTV? Yeah, I did. I loved it. I just can't. I like her, a lot of her songs. Like, I listen to Wrecking Ball, We Can't Stop, like, nonstop. But I, I don't really like her. Yeah. The tongue, that really threw me. That whole well, moment where her tongue was done. out. She said yeah, it's done. But then tonight she sounded terrible. But I like the song. But I, was, I had to take her... Singing live out of my head. <laughs> I know you say that time she sang Jolene. I don't even... I mean, that doesn't even... 
register in my mind. Remember she's saying Jolene like in that backyard? Yeah, but it's like I'm not defending her for it. Don't yell. Um, and also Selena Gomez had her first single with Bad Liar. Oh yeah, that's a jam. Now that is a jam. <laughs> On the opposite side of things, two people had their first songs out of their bands. Liam sucks. had his song Strip It Down, which is probably one of the worst first singles ever. Agreed. Absolutely terrible. And he has no excuse. Again, he has access to any producer in the entire world. The fact that Ed Sheeran helped write that makes me think that he wanted him to not do well. Because it is that bad. <laughs> I used to be in Sabotage. 1D, now I'm free. That's a real lyric in a song that he says over and over. That's disappointing. Also, him calling that R&B is embarrassing. Uh, That's not R&B. No. It sounds like it came out in 2002. It did. And not in a good way. Yeah. And also, Camila Cabela... I just has her first her. single from Fifth Harmony she, outside of Fifth Harmony. Yeah, she was pretty terrible on here tonight. Also, she doesn't need to dance. I no. don't understand when people who can sing because she actually can sing. Yeah, she don't need to be dancing. Sometimes she can sing. Yeah, she's pretty inconsistent. Yeah, I was watching videos of her this morning. Don't ask me why. Why? I don't know. <laughs> How did you I get just, into that? I don't know. I just did. <laughs> I would love to just sit beside you for like two hours while you go down that rabbit hole. I watched an interview about Bed Midler, about people <laughs> that live on an island, Camilla Cabello, and R. Kelly's trapped in the closet. I had hours. Okay, and finally we're going to talk about Casting Jean Bonet. Casting Jean Bonet is a documentary on Netflix. But it's sort of not a documentary. It's one of the oddest things ever, but it's fascinating. So basically, they filmed, they had these actors, local actors in, what was the town? Boulder. Boulder, Colorado. That basically are auditioning to play John Bonet, the brother, the dad, and the mom. Or is the brother in it? Yeah, yeah the brother. The, to the four of them. And they, while they're auditioning, they have their version of of what happened and then sort of recounting the story mm -hmm. so it's all through the it is not a straightforward documentary in any way they don't it's not like one where they show like headlines and clips and news footage it's and all purely that. opinion it's purely opinion but he, since that's such a popular story and it was so huge in the news it is fascinating listen to these people's take on what happened yeah their perspective exactly and what i also liked about it is that you get and what's sad is you get to see local actors and them trying to make it and oh like yeah prepare for their auditions that was mortifying yeah it was all very odd like retrospective mm -hmm. on that on like the hollywood and careers and, like what it means to try to be somebody yeah. it's weird because that's basically what jean Bonnet was exactly she was like the catalyst for all the mom all the things a mom couldn't do exactly but I it, loved it. I did too. It's super well made. And it's also just like an interesting thing because it's like not a documentary, but it is. Totally. It's it, very cool. It's like The Office. Exactly. It's literally what it is. Yeah. You're Bizarre. right. Anyway, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> we would say two thumbs up. Mm -hmm. uh, our question of the week comes from Deborah. She says, hey, is Wonder Woman being treated differently in promotion than all the other superhero movies? Okay, so I think I think Mikey has been talking about how he hasn't seen any I'm advertisement. Out, which I think is bogus. That's all I've seen. Yeah. So no, but obviously it's different. It is different. 
it's first of all it's different because she's being promoted gal gadot is being promoted in a different way yeah. she's a woman so exactly. they can promote her as like a fashion thing and exactly. like a fitness thing exactly whereas they can't promote jeremy renner or like robert Downey jr on he's not on the cover of vogue exactly but i think they've significantly promoted it i think so too i haven't felt a difference I've seen a lot of people saying that. I saw that BuzzFeed thing that he shared and this other girl in school has shared saying that they weren't promoting her the same way. But, like, if you... We live in L.A., so, like, you drive around and see all the billboards and everything. It's everywhere. It is. And almost every movie we've seen recently, they've had the ad for it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think so. I think it's not going to do as well as those other movies simply because a lot of people won't go see a Wonder Woman movie. That's true, and I don't, and I'm, and I think yes, yeah, sure, that might have something to do with the fact that it's a woman, and that she, it's her story, but also it's just because that character is not Batman or Superman. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a reference point for Batman. Everybody has a reference point for Superman. A lot of people, myself included, honestly, don't really have a reference point for Wonder Woman. Me either. I mean, I know who she is. Obviously, I've seen, like, maybe an episode of that old, of, like, the older show. Not me. But, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just not a character that is as popular. Exactly. It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Green Hornet, they promoted a lot, but it didn't do as well because nobody really cares about the Green Hornet. Exactly. So, but I think it'll do fine. I'm I'm excited to see it. It looks because, uh, um, What's her name? Patty Jenkins directed it, didn't she? Who's Patty Jenkins? She was like a, a hot, what's the name, film director. Like oh. the, the, a big film director. That's female. an area I lack in, directors. Let me just double check, because I may be talking out my butt. Okay. That's our question of the week. Thank you so much, Deborah. If you have a question for us, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Yeah, she directed Monster. Oh, Monster is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, now your song of the week. Just because Cher performed it, it's got to be Believe. but then sang the chorus and all the high notes <laughs> that was weird also patty jenkins hasn't directed a movie since monster oh 15 years how did she circle back to become the director of wonder woman good for her 
that will change things, I bet. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, my song of the week is called Ciao Adios by Anne Marie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah. Ask you once, ask you twice now. There's lipstick on your collar. You say she's just a friend now. Then why don't we call her? So you wanna go on with someone to do all the things he used to do to me? I swear I know you do. She's had a lot of songs that haven't really been pushed here, but she's good, and this song is very catchy and good on the elliptical. Oh yeah. Um, ne- uh, this week you are looking forward to. What are you looking forward to? We haven't seen everything, everything yet, which I just finished the book. Yeah. And also, we're going to see La La Land live in concert. Has to be mine on Friday. I cannot wait. We've seen La La Land in like every way, shape, and form you can possibly see it. Literally, <laughs> except I mean, DVD. I don't want to talk about it. I still cannot find the Target special edition. <laughs> I, and PJ was telling me today at work, she was like, oh, they had a million of them when I was in Texas. I was like, they're not on here. <laughs> um, and finally, your Goober of the Week. Justin Bieber. Why? He's having some kind of psychotic breakdown. All the Instagrams over and over of the same shot of his face? Also, about how he has eye conjunctivitis. What that is? Some infection. He has that? Yeah. How do you get it? I don't know, but look. Oh, the beeb. He said, picture of his eyeball, uh-huh. conjunctivitis. You can see it better here. Next picture. This eye has conjunctivitis. <laughs> My left eye has conjunctivitis. <laughs> My left eye has conjunctivitis. <laughs> and then just posted nonstop pictures of his face. I did notice the other day I'd liked like 15 photos of his Curry Terrell, Curry Terrell, same, Curry Terrell, same Curry Terrell, Curry Terrell, Curry Terrell, Curry Terrell, Curry Terrell, I follow Jesus, Dobby, I, I mean, the Beeb, oh, he was live on Instagram today and he was like, I'm so lonely, he's like, oh. nobody's here, it was weird, he's weird, he's definitely weird, who's yours, um, my group of the week, I have two, the first one is the man who asked me if I'd ever been to the gym before. <laughs> that was so rude. <laughs> My second one is the chain smokers. I'm sorry, but that is not something that ever needs to be broadcast to other people. If you can't sing to that degree, first of all, you're rich. Mm-hmm. Hire someone to teach you Agreed. and to work with you. Same with Katy Perry, honestly. But second of all, if you're a producer and that's what you're known for, then just perform the singles that you have other people singing. Or don't perform. 
just show up and present or something. Yeah. You don't have to get there because it that to me that's more detrimental than helpful. Exactly. You do not need to sing live. That was like actually I know we've watched a lot of bad singing on these things and like a lot of people nowadays don't really sing that well, but like that's like actually bad. It would be like if Macklemore and Ryan Lewis if Ryan Lewis sang. Yeah, exactly. It's like you don't it's not it's really not good and i don't like when people lip sync so i give him credit for at least going up there and like doing it but there's a point where it's like you actually don't have a skill as a singer so just like keep auto-tuning yourself in the studio and putting it out but then you don't like don't fool you're not tricking anybody dang drag him i don't like that taylor my friend told me when i said that earlier to him or like before to him he said oh he doesn't sing live when you go see them they just stand behind the booth and like spin the music it's like then just do that agreed that being said it'll probably be number one so who am i that's our <laughs> podcast for this week if you have any uh questions for us you can email us at let's chat with curry terrell at gmail.com if you want to watch our videos you can follow us on youtube.com slash c slash curry terrell on instagram at curry terrell at adrian j gomez on twitter at curry terrell at yo adrian j gomez and on facebook.com slash let's chat with curry thank you so much for listening we hope you have a great week Dankeschön. Dankeschön. <laughs>